Lucky Land slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode of The Cantina is brought to you by Grow Generation. Whether you're at the Death Star or the Senate, they have everything you need to grow right where you are. More from them later in the episode. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loman Ale, and remember, no droids allowed. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Cantina. Um, obviously, we are the premium Star Wars podcast of LRMonline.com and the Genrecast, uh, Genreverse Podcast Network. Sorry about that. Um, you know, if you've listened to us before, you know what the score is. If you're new, we're a couple of time Star Wars fans, um, and we'll be covering this week's news that's happened in the world of Star Wars. That's what this is all about, Kyle. Um, is here as well. Um, there's myself, Cam Clark, and Kel Malone, as always, our navigator, Shoki. Uh, it can't be with us at the moment. He's a bit busy with some other stuff. But um, Being a teacher. Hope to get him back soon. The holidays will come. We'll never get back Yeah, soon. Yeah. Entertainment <laughs> doesn't wait for the holidays, and you guys will be able to catch all of that latest and greatest uh, information. Uh, sorry if you guys can hear my desktop audio in the background. I think I have it set where uh where notifications aren't recorded by obs but anyway anyways uh lrmonline.com genreverse.com you guys guys can find all your entertainment new news needs and opinions there uh please do take a moment if if you're on youtube watching our ugly mugs on your screen take a mo- moment hit that sub- subscribe button give us a thumbs up or down even though you can't see see the count we can now, i'm even thinking about be- being like a troll to to youtube and like publicly po- posting however many down down vote votes we we have <laughs> just so so you like legit and if you do give us a down uh vote vote uh, tell us what we could do do to do be- better. If it's just our opi- opinions, we we can accept that that that's probably not going to change. But yeah, if you're li- listening on your favorite uh, podcast app, Spotify, Google, what- whatever, please hit the follow button, re- review us, rate us, what- whatever, help help us grow so we can keep doing this for you. And because it's it's fu- fun and yeah, Cam, we've got a big day for for Star Wars news, man. Uh, I think the the biggest one we we you and I would probably both start around the same uh, story, and and that is what came out of uh, uh, word about Patty Jenkins and mm-hmm. uh, uh, some projects that she's got going on. Um, I need to add this to the OBS Studio. Do you have that article available? Start kind of talking about what what we. Th- Found out. I mean, absolutely, yeah. the The article was itself was from Cinema Blend, and it was the, the article was more about the Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't now be directed by Patty Jenkins. Uh, Jenkins, sorry, um, she will remain a producer on that film, 
Uh, but it's going to be Carrie Scoglin who directed The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, who's actually going to be stepping up to directing duties and helm that movie. Now, <clears throat> I'll read out specifically what the outlet says here, all right? Mm-hmm. It's also great news to hear that Jenkins will have more time to focus on Rogue Squadron. There had been fear recently that this movie was having significant problems and its fate had been in question. It seems rumours of it as demise had been exaggerated as Patty Jenkins is still working on the movie. So, you know, I've kind of wrote this story in the point of view of that being the big news rather than the kind of Cleopatra thing, Mm -hmm. which is really the the kind of main focus of of that story. But, you know, that's where you and I saw the the interest in that story right away as opposed to who's directing Cleopatra. I don't think, were you that bothered about that one? No, just seeing the headline, I was like, does this mean she's going back to Rogue Squadron sooner than than expected? Um, seems to be the kind of way they're that that particular, and it's just a passing paragraph. Um, someone p- pointed they're, out. They're, they're, oh, go, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say. No, I was just going to. <laughs> you go, Cam, Cam. Go. I would go. I was just going to say that you know, even when we were told there was a delay to Rogue Squadron. There was never anything official Mm-mm. that said this was going to be delayed. But, you know, it was from a trade. So, you know, kind of semi-official, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, we did say that as far as we had heard through sources, the movie was still a go, mm-hmm. right? The delay was like technical limitations. Technical and... were, were, were more the, the fault. However, we did then read other reports from elsewhere that said actually that there had been some creative differences. Mm-hmm. We just assumed maybe there was a little bit of both. My, my kind of view yep, on that That's how I that felt. Just because our source is saying, well, that's what they've heard doesn't mean there's, around the office, yeah. if you like, doesn't mean that's exactly everything at the highest, highest level. And we're never going to know the intimate details that have happened, for example, in a conversation between Jenkins and, and Kathleen Kennedy or yeah, something no. like that. Um, <laughs> So, you know, you can only go by what we've been told, you know, that that was our thought. So despite the creative differences, we, we kind of felt probably that movie was still coming. But I think it would be fair to say that for most fans, they they can assume that's it, we'll never, we'll never see it. That's the reaction that I tended to be seeing online from, from Star Wars fans was, oh, here's another one cancelled before it even gets off you know they need to write the scripts first before they put these things into production and announce them now we're never getting this and there was never anything official that, that said that so so i think we're in a bit of a from my point of view i think we're in a little bit of a limbo where we're hearing things and none of it's official information but from very good sources and they don't all seem to be exactly lining up um at the moment that see, seems to be. I'm gonna tr- turn off my light a bit. It seems to be one of the uh, effects of maybe the compartmentalization that we saw er- earlier. Um, once Feige, uh, Feloni uh, got his new position cre- created, and um, y- you start thinking about how when you have even different d- departments, how the the game of phone you know g- goes along with with stuff inside your your own you know non-hollywood related work whatever someone out in the audience might might be doing and you start thinking about 
how you know hr hears one thing and then then someone on you know the tech department hears something else and they're both part of the same uh same picture they're just two different offices talking and in production companies where you've got different production teams uh different mid mid mid-level managers and all that it's got got to be similar because i I was the f- first one on our own own show to question, you know, our our source. Not that I questioned them d- directly, but when Shocky was coming at us with with in- info to talk about on the sh- show, I was like, "Man, I don't I don't know if if uh, technology like wouldn't you have had an idea about the t- technology ahead of t- time? Like even I was like, I I'm not not 100 sold that there's no- nothing else going on, but Again, we only had what we were told and then what we read later on. It's tricky, but one of the things that could happen with a tech issue is you could be pushing ahead and, yeah, we think this is all going to be fine. And then there comes a point where, you know, when it comes time to actually put things into action where there's a few problems and they go, oh, wait a minute, we need to iron out a few details here. So maybe we need to push this back a little bit. But pushing that back a little bit doesn't necessarily mean all right, she's going to film Kelly Apache, film Wonder Woman 3, and then come back to Rogue Squadron. At the moment, Wonder Woman 3 doesn't have a solid start date. Uh, some were saying it was I mean, 23 even. Like it could start late 22 and go go into 23 or something I was reading. I might be misremembering. So we can assume maybe but... they're, they're moving it up faster. It's just not hearing any kind of any buzz that that, that that is the case. So it seemed like Cleopatra was the one that was <coughs> that was going to be moving up, if you like. But she's not directing that now. Now, I know producing's still a busy job, but it's not quite day-to-day on the set like it is, obviously, directing the picture herself. So, so it's like, theoretically, it would give her more time to, to work on other projects. Yeah, and, and you would think Rogue Squadron, <coughs> with them having said, hey, we're, you know... Delaying it or pushed it to twenty three or what whatever uh, official word word did come out if any if anything or what whatever the trade trade had said uh, you you start thinking like that that's the one the one to do um, still haven't heard anything of official official from Disney yet so no. here, well. here we are just kind of trying to figure out what where does she she go from. Uh, Cleopatra, because like you said, yeah, producing, especially if you're actually producing, not ju- just a, a producer credit, executive producer credit, when you're actually doing the producer's jo- job, like uh, mm. that's very, very c- consuming and our time, time consuming and, and effort, thought, all, all of that goes into it. <sighs> you know, the only thing and, and why I think so many jump on to to the whole idea of oh the movie's in trouble it's got to be creative differences is high turnover rate of past directors and then mm-hmm. also kind of looking at the rough few m- months of pr and uh fan relations that disney has has had uh we we just saw a, a rancor black series toy fail to kick off at has has lab 
which is like Hasbro's ver- version of, of yeah. Kickstarter. Um, what what was different about this? Because I must admit, I'm not kind of into that scene anymore, but you, you've so, talked about it. What was different about this that would have made it attractive? Because well, they already sold pretty good Rancors. Well, this was already. A, for collectors, for us. The, this kind of go, goes back to that point that I was talking about who actually buys mer- merchandise, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's uh it's supposed to be us it's supposed to be the the 30 to 40 year old you know star wars fans with with a, a expendable income not that you and i have but our our group of fans are, yeah, the, yeah. are the ones that have his historically supported star wars and con- continued for for quite some time uh let me see if i can actually bring it up while i'm chit yeah. chit chatting um, about just- it I, although I don't really do um, it now, when my son was into collecting the Star Wars toys, you know, we were looking at all the stuff out there, and there was there was some decent rancors you could pick up secondhand, and and there was another kind of special one that they they come out with at some point, I think. Um, yeah. Because it used to be they didn't necessarily kickstart them; they would just mm-hmm. vote for them and and go ahead, you know, with with them and stuff like that. Because I remember getting the Jabba one, <laughs> um, which was. Um, you know, it just came out kind of thing. It seemed to me maybe I just yeah, wasn't following that. I got a, the, I got a nice frozen fa- face for you. You look like you, you're you're like eating a sour ball or something. On it. it's funny, but uh, I brought it up on the screen for for both. That's why Cam's frozen for everyone right now. I'll be honest with you. Looking at these pictures, it's not that amazing, is it? It's it's n- not, and that's like I'm I'm saying is like even the die diehard fans are like eh. Nah, no, nah, that's 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 pretty gash because <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest. I'm pretty sure my son's got one. I think one of the arms is broken on it. Don't get me wrong, but if it was in one piece, I'm pretty sure it looked better than that. Yeah, um, I mean, I like the so, art- articulation, the the amount, like the points of articulation. I don't like the, the actual head articulation, mm. though. You know, having a separate oh, well, head almost. You know, I mean, I get why, I, yeah, I get why but it does it look, look good. If they had you, it used, looks like there's a big gap. Yeah, if they had used, um, kind of like, uh, God, I can't remember what what it is, but it's it's like a, it's like a plastic flexible material, the rubbery material yeah. to cover the gaps. I, yeah, I see what you if mean. If they had yeah, used something it. like that that they usually use mm-hmm. in webbing or or in other ga- gaps for some t- toys, um. Yeah. That would have been better. Like I said, I get that. But even the quality, the 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 shine of the plastic, I'm not behind. And and to me, this is indi- indicative of how Disney thinks of its of its fa- fans as d- disposable, as willing to take whatever you, you'll get if it's la- labeled Star Wars, it'll sell. And a long t- time ago, maybe now. No, no, not at all, all, not at all. You can even talk about, yeah, it's kind of cool. Look, they got got some drool there, but uh, anyways, I'll, I'll it, need it, to let my son have pass. a look at it. He's he's the expert in my family at these kind of things. He does collect. He's not so much into collecting Star Wars stuff now, but he's he's definitely into he's collecting for DC and Marvel figures and whatever other kind of geek franchises you can think of. Um, he just got some Assassin's Creed figure for. Yeah, so it's um, it's kind of like 
Disney has this this bad week, week this bad couple of weeks to a couple of months even even. Uh, you think of D- Disney Plus Day lit, lit down the D D twenty three thing. Uh, we'll we can even talk a little bit late, later about the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser video we watched last week. Actually got taken da- down, and it does appear that there might be some cancellations for the Galactic Star Cruiser. Now that could could be related to the current uh, health crisis and the rise in, in o- Omicron. Could, yeah. But yeah. could we? Disney felt strong enough to take that sh- shit down. The point being is they needed a W and if they could get some sort of official word of, yeah, Patty Jenkins is, is actively working on it. It is going to come out sooner. It would be a, a, a win. Now I still have my concerns about the movie, but yeah. as far as PR that they could use something then, like that. I don't know if it'll happen. Because it then feels like Disney are kind of having to react to something that they haven't done. Because they haven't delayed it. They haven't officially delayed the movie, right? So yep. That's what I'm saying. They don't have to say so it's almost anything, like, but They don't have they? to say anything. I mean, if, 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 as far as we know, they could still even put it out in the same date it was originally planned for at this point. I mean, you know, it's, it's just a weird situation. And I think it might take a few weeks to a month or two, maybe into next year, I would say, before we kind of find out yeah. what the actual well, status quo is. Yeah, that's kind of like what... What uh, what I'm, what is saying? It's like, yeah, they had this bad PR week. They could use the the W. That doesn't necessarily mean that that they got to come out and and say say it the themselves. Because like you and I have discussed before, big studios will let trades do some work for, for them, and then the trades yeah, have yeah. people that they can del- delegate to. It's 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 part of part of the ga- game, and this could be one of those types of ways of trying to get them a, a win without having to c- come out with anything of official. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Like I at this point b- between the t- toy, between the I- issues with rogue squadron, even though nothing official can- came out, uh, the toy, you can see that official right there, there, uh, hell the Go- ghostbusters has lab, uh, proton pack, like three, $400 proton pack got funded in like, the first week weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, that, that's one of the things I was going to say. Though, is it is it maybe just because they don't like the design? Is it as simple as that, or is I, there a deeper lie and issue? I think there, it's even? I think it's part of it's the fact of the the design doesn't necessarily invoke the greatest detail, and people are tired of being ex- expected to like. It's like when you see the Neo Gatekeepers of of the fandom. Oh, you must lo- love everything star wars if it says star wars you must must yeah. like it if you don't yeah, you're I've, not a real fan i've absolutely come across people that just yeah. say if you don't like it all how can you call yourself a true fan how can you not like like episode five of, yep. of this show because i didn't like it you know and it's, i it's, it's as easy as that yeah but, and i i think uh fans uh feel taken adva- advantage of and the quality of it Plus, maybe even the price pricing, I, I uh, plan pricing, could have played a factor in it. But also, also, I think honestly, for the most part, people are just kind of burned out on it. For, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are excited to see something new. New. Um, I wonder if they did uh, a Haslab, a Haslab for for something out of the the Mandal- Mandalorian. Like a an Ahsoka figure or something. I wonder if that would do di- different. Uh, 
I, I don't know. No, man. I I can only say how I I feel, and that it is I haven't bought a Star Wars toy in forever for myself. A few action figures for for Lucas, Lego sets for Lucas. I I don't know the last like mer- merchandise I bought. Definitely not from any. You know what it what was. When uh, Cara D- Dune's character was was fi- fired la- last year, <laughs> that, I found. You bought a cottage. I found. I was like, that's it might go go up in va- value, so I bought a I bought a good couple. Idea. <laughs> that, that's it, and I wasn't even. I didn't open them. They're not in di- dis- display. They were li- literally these might these might uh, appreciate the value. value. Yeah, yeah. I, because even though I I like the Mandal Mandalorian. I really don't don't want to give D- Disney the money. <laughs> I don't think they've done great by fans, man. And I think the last, you know, thirty d- days or so has really shown. May- maybe Chappic, not the guy for the job. <laughs> From Investor Today to the parks to to the rollout of Genie Plus to to a lot of things, man. Ch- Chappic's having a rough rough time. Such a tough period though right now as well you know, oh yeah it's, like it's just a bit abnormal this the whole situation we're still in this pandemic you know and there's still fears and there's still uh still a lot of problems and um and you know kind of I don't know how much it was planned, but Iger just kind of seemed to like cruise over the good times until mm. Endgame came out and everybody <laughs> loved Disney and Mando had been out and then went, right, Bob, Bob too, um, <clears throat> your turn. Oh, there's a pandemic. Well, what do you know? I'm out of here, guys. See you later. Um, um, so I don't know. You know, it, I honestly have to say, complex, the guy who no matter what. Disney, Disney concern me <clears throat> in terms of what they do with any of their other parts of the business. Uh, I'm only interested really in the what they do with the Marvel and Star Wars mm-hmm. universes because those are the ones that you know I'm invested in. Um, I don't really have any fears about Marvel because Kevin Feige's in charge, <laughs> but I can't I, I can't say the same for for Kathleen Kennedy. Um, so you know because there's been hits and misses, so we'll ju- we're just going to have to wait and see. As I've always said, we we'll just judge each project as it comes out on its own, Thought and if the if the weight becomes positive again, then it becomes positive. But right now, for me, if I look at every single Star Wars live action thing that they've ever made, it weighs far more heavily on the negative side for me than it does the positive. Far Abs- more. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what, and that guys? Has to shift. That's o- That's okay. It's completely okay for us to a- absolutely hate one, two, three, six m- movies. <laughs> uh out of out of uh 11 so seven movies out of a uh, 11 that i don't like like um but but uh it's fine for you to like like them all but i i'll tell you i'll tell you what what i saw a tweet the other day someone's like i was shocked to fi- find out that ian Mc- Ian McDermott play plays palpatine and jedi and the and the prequel trilogy and i'm just l- like okay that's not even a deep cut. That's not like a who who was in the 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 Gamorian Gamorian sorry Gamorian suit. That's like 
you could see the fucker's oh. face. <laughs> you, you would think you would think it looks familiar enough to connect know, to man. the voice. Like, is probably the gate- biggest giveaway. Yeah, um, gatekeeping. Um, gatekeeping can be a bad a bad thing, but my god, my god, it. Uh, I I'm not even one to know every a- actor, right, writer, director involved in e- everything, but I can sure as hell tell you the the main character and the actor from from the movies that I profess to love, you know? So of course I know Prowse and Mayhew, but behind the, the uh, suits of Vader and, and Chewbacca while James Earl Jones voice of, of Vader. And I, I knew uh, 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 McDermott coming back. I thought it was, Cool and I mean, and it was cool. actually even more impressive in Return <sighs> of the Jedi, considering how young McDermott yes. was when he made Return yes. of the Jedi. You know, he, you know, it's, it seems easier to to, to imagine the, the, what we saw of him in the prequels. Mm-hmm. He was actually quite a young man still in, in 1983, arguably speaking. Um, he was like know, what, very 40, 30 something. He'd have been in his forties anyway, given that yeah, yeah. you know what age is he now? I think he's in his seventies now. So oh, you know yeah. we're talking that's pushing forty years ago. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, so and and yet seventy-seven as right good now. as he did in Return of the Jedi, did he? The makeup never looked as good in the no, prequels, no. which Prequel, were made thirty years later than than he did in that. Then Return of the Jedi, you know, that's still <sighs> the point. That movie and him is still the quintessential Emperor right there. Um, you know, it just didn't really ever get any better than that. Yeah, we got to see a different side of him as Palpatine in the prequels. And he was one of the best things in the prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you know, when you think Emperor, you think the throne room scenes in Return of the Jedi, to me. Yeah, yeah. Um it's it's uh let me let me see here nineteen eighty three minus forty four he was thirty nine when he made Jedi so well he's thirty thirty eight maybe during during filming <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah but yeah that longer to film these things you know things, yeah. like I said gatekeeping when it's ridiculous like I said who was the stormtrooper behind you know this and that on the third day day of film no guys we don't we don't need need that but it it, it, you can't it that person has no leg to stand on calling any anyone else a real or fake fan to to me and I'm not that they did did but those types of people that I meet that are the you you love it all or or you don't usually don't have any investment in the franchise past the surface level like mm. not none it's i mean just, i just think why uh, do we need to why do we need to do any of this stuff at all it's just if you, you like something you not, like none it, of it you know it's just that people want to go into these groups on social media and and you know in chat rooms depending on what you like to do and they like to discuss their their theories you know and There'll always be, some, you know, I'm in a lot of these things, and there'll always be someone new that comes out. Yeah, I've got a great new theory, and it's like, nah, man, we've had this for 20 years. Sorry, you know. And there's that that thing does absolutely go on, and it is very rare that someone adds kind of something new. But when someone's idea 
isn't right. You can get a lot of assholes that are the kind of people that have been there for a long time that do like, oh my god, oh, yeah. I can't believe so stupid man, um, and they act like that, and that pisses me off oh, as yeah. well. As, as as much as newer people that come in and you know and say, oh, you're old, you, this isn't for you anymore. It's, it's all just just live and let live, man. You know, it's okay, live and let it's live. okay it's just to a like. Movie. And okay to not. If you like something, like. you like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You know, you can you can only say what's speak from the heart if you like that you know you don't pretend you can't pretend to like shit just because it's got Star Wars on it at the end of the day I agree and you know what I also like to do take breaks to hear from our sponsors (laughs) so Grow Generation take it away Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. Oh, the ticket thing? Uh, No, no, it wasn't the ticket thing. What was it that I wanted to share? I'm trying to trying to remember i i have the acolyte thing up but hold hold on let me because it came from someone else's uh web website and i that's not what i wanted to cover excuse cover next but honestly i'm going through our slack and i'm having trouble finding the the article that i wanted to to bring up and i had had it up and stupidly Closed it because it didn't say L L R M on online with oh here it is I got it now. Uh so you remember how I've been yelling about how dumb it was to say, hey, the EU is all erased and we're not t- taking anything oh, from, no from it, even though they took took stuff from it. Cam already know, knows where I'm go- going. Yeah. Um I've been talking about how great it is to see them finally bring bringing more e- EU books for re- reprints, republishing uh, Rogue Squadron, getting uh, unabridged full audio audiobooks, uh, Wedges G- Gamble, book two in the X-Wing uh, Rogue Squadron series now, it's called Rogue Squadron series, uh, comes out in, in April of ne- next year. And lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, we get a name draw, drop from the first multimedia project star star wars ever had shadows of of the empire back in in the 90s in the uh re- recent kira uh comic book she drops the name prince Shizor. dude how aw- awesome is it to be on a po- podcast with someone who's writes so often and and to see Disney listen to the person that's right so often and actually not leave money on the tick no but honestly it's a pretty big pretty big deal dude to see see them because it was crim, crimson dawn instead of of uh the the red sun, sun right in in the solo um, movie it's like why couldn't you guys just wait a minute because I read the comic and this was I'm pretty sure Kira from Crimson Dawn talking to someone from another to, to, organization yes to give a message so, to prince shizor but they didn't name their no, organization what, did no, they? no 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 so. they did did it what i'm what i'm saying is when we saw the solo movie people were wondering why is it crimson dawn dawn and not red sun why are, do you black create sun. this uh black sun sorry uh, uh black sun uh why do you uh use this new new character when you have this o- older character People were kind of uh, upset to see s- stuff being EU borrowed again without 
being EU. And now here we see them legitimately name dropping Shizor. I I would bet Black Sun will actually be be name dropped eventually if it hasn't already somewhere else in 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 the current canon. But to me, this is just another one of those so- signs that the early decisions of of Disney Star Wars they realize weren't necessarily the best best decisions. What what do you think, man? Man. Yes, in some ways I agree with that. However, I think in order to not set expectations that they were just going to keep all that canon and film it, they still had to throw it all out. I think to you know to do their sequel trilogy, they had to do that. It was impossible not to say, oh, yeah. oh we're just throwing out A, B, C, D, and E from this point. You know, it would have been too complicated. So I think they did the right thing. But cherry-picking the good parts of that and bringing it back is not a bad idea. No. My only Something they should have done from why the start. They maybe, why they maybe didn't copy too much is because there's possibly an issue of payment. You know, you know so like if they... If they take Prince Caesar and they take Black Sun and they put it all together, is that is that somebody saying, well, actually, you know, that's really you just uh, taking the, the... And then you get into that whole writer versus, you know, creator and owner of the franchise thing, which has been going on a little bit, especially with all the Marvel stuff over the years and DC stuff and all that. Anyway, um, and these are characters that were created by ultimately other writers. Yeah, um, and that that's a good good point but like we pointed out years ago and have talked about this can consistently it go, goes back to when, when kathleen kennedy said we have no source material well yeah and you've already har- harvested from it the p- point is is that this is just another exam- example like bringing out the the uh uh heir to the empire uh uh figures of luke and the uh yasila mari and um uh jacks Jackson, the green green rabbit a- alien, getting a t- toy from the old Marvel Star Wars c- comics. It was just that to to me, it just reeks of oh fuck, we we shouldn't have thrown thrown it out the way way we did. I agree a hundred percent. You could n- not have continued on the EU into to the movies, nor fit n- new movies in the existing EU. I was fine with the idea. Without- adaptations exactly of them exactly and i was fine with with that that's why i was even like this should be set you know way way far in the past or or future but to the way they threw it out the way they they were adamant this is nothing all we're ever going to do is publish stuff from from it and the first movie we get we see jason and jana on on screen with different names and somebody's dumbass fucking idea idea to name uh kylo ben which makes no he didn't have to be J- jason by by name even though that's the character he ended up be, being for the most part but he definitely did, shouldn't have been named ben which i guarantee you they're gonna fucking retcon that sh- shit in in the obi-wan kenobi show we're gonna find out why leia was so adamant about na- naming her son like, ben i was gonna be sitting watching every episode of obi-wan <laughs> they're gonna do it now they're gonna do it now anyway <laughs> he gets to the end and they haven't uh, it, it, then it would make even still would make no no sense for her to name name him Ben. No, uh, but, it is, but it is. Maybe you know she just met some guy. Maybe it's getting nothing. No, but seriously, right? Maybe it's getting Ben is quite a common name. Maybe it's getting nothing to do with Ben Kenobi. Maybe literally she's like one day pregnant and she was standing at a bus stop eh, on 
uh, Coruscant or whatever she was, and 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 she's and somebody goes up to her and says, "Oh, how far along are you?" You know, um, and they said, "Oh, my name's Ben Duvilmos or something," and she just went Ben, Ben, Ben. I like that name, and she no, just did that. Shut up, you know, both direct calling that. Stop trying to convince yourself. That's what? see, that's what you and I did to ourselves after watching the Phantom Menace. We convinced ourselves it was good and it was trash, trash. Sure. I just I do I like seeing them make up for the mistake. I just, to, to me, it's infuriating. Like I said, it was the way that they threw the EU out. It was the cer- ceremony of, and also the lies of, we're going to answer all the, these things leading up to this new, new trilogy, things that still aren't, aren't answered, things that weren't even a- answered in bo- books or co- comics, things that were answered in encyclopedias and visual dictionaries and shit like that. Like, how infuriating is it for, for key parts of Kylo Ren's story to be told in a encyclopedia, not even in a no- novel, you know, like it yeah, just, that's, that is infuriating. it's yeah, a, well, it's a symptom of, of the, the mind rot and the lack of understanding of what makes a star Wars stories, star Wars, what makes star Wars merchandise sell and what the fan fans really do care about to me seeing this, it's like, good. You, made up for the mistake but this is this is proof to everyone that said you guys are making a mistake at the begin beginning of this in 20 you know uh 14 the, when they threw out the EU we were right again not saying that the e- EU should have continued continued on as canon cuz it wasn't even canon to George Lucas he picked and ch- chose what what he would accept and and what he he wouldn't and curated some things didn't uh, others but to sit there and and throw throw it out, ignore it, say the only thing it's going to get, and we're going to label it legends and and make sure it's completely dis- disconnected, ignore it, harvest some th- things, claim that you can't have anything, you don't you don't have anything to, to harvest. All of a sudden, you start you know bringing in these characters from from Air to the Empire into uh, Rebels and and stuff. It's just my my God, God guys. <laughs> You try to you tried you tried to do do something and it and it failed and it's this it, and it, it failed for the reasons a lot of people told you it was going to fail and told you not not to do them. It's just upsetting, man. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I guess we could go go on to one last story for the for the day. Uh, we will talk about the acolyte ca- casting. Cam, do you want to talk about a Mandela Sten- Stenberg and um, Amanda Stenberg? There yeah, you go. Um, she's not as far as it looks like she's not signed in the dotted line. But uh, first out the door with this were the Illuminati, but in a strange move for I then backed it up like almost immediately with their own story, not saying oh from source the Illuminati, but mm-hmm. they did put in their article. You know, this was originally reported by the Illuminati, but it was within sort of an hour or two each other. So I wonder whether they were kind of sitting on that and waiting. And then when Illuminati jumps, they kind of have to, well, we can't sit on it now. We've got to jump out with it and give that that little bit of extra information. So it's kind of validated that this rumour pretty strongly, obviously considering Variety's um reputation and sources inside especially when it comes to cast and you know and things like that what what they are saying is that she's in talks for the lead role in the acolyte amanda stenberg um 
But, you know, until we get an official confirmation of that, who knows? But my point is on this, uh, when we get to this point when the trades are finding out about it, usually it's very close to yeah. becoming a deal or else they wouldn't be saying anything. So I think we're kind of looking at our lead, uh, our lead actor in terms of the acolyte. We don't really know anything about the character to to add some points so we can't say oh that's a really good because you know this is all new ground as 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 terms of where Star Wars is going it's going back into the past further back than we've been in live action before so you know there's there's been a few potential code names for the character kicking about but even if the character's name was Billy Bob Thornton does it really does it does it give you any context no it it doesn't Uh, you know unless they called a you know I don't know Anna Palpatine or something like that. It's it's Palpatine's mum. You know. I oh mean, God. But like, I'm not. I'm not going there. I don't want um, Palpatine's but... involved anymore. Even though I think we're gonna get Pal- Palpatine connected stuff in Acolyte. I. I mean, don't. Man, I, don't I said know. connected, I not. I wonder if necessarily be... him, but connected. I think, yeah, I, I think guess... it'll be pre him. I'm, I'm guessing pre him at the moment, but um, but I mean. Plagueis is the connection I'm thinking of. But, I mean, Sith don't exactly, like, just live for 100 years and then die, you know? So, Palpatine could be a lot older. The whole Plagueis thing could have happened much longer ago than we know. We really don't fully understand that. Um, At what point did he take over and become the Sith Lord? This is at the tail end of the high... They haven't set an official Mm. time, but most people are figuring roughly within the last hundred years leading up to the the fall the of case. the republic yeah. so if you think that you know you think this is uh the acolyte is maybe someone meeting a uh young rising plagueis that's what well, I, mean I mean by it's connection. probably worth talking about the term acolyte and mm-hmm. how it's been used in star wars lore so prior to darth bane and the whole rule of two Sith was, you had the Masters, you had Apprentice, you had Acolytes, right, which were people who were in training to become Sith. Now, of course, that that all, what happened is they all just killed each other off because they were like, yeah, I'm, I'm the bad, you know, I'm going to be worse than you, and they, they, they kill each other off, and that's why Daft Bane introduces the, we're going to keep it to two now, Master and Apprentice. Apprentice either kills the Master, Master kills the Apprentice and gets a new Apprentice and moves on, and that's the dynamic kind of he's set up at that point to ensure the Sith's survival. Um, that must have been in place before this point, before this point in the show is set because, you know, we're at least came back to no longer ago than Darth Plagueis period, yeah. I wouldn't have thought. Um, and certainly the, the rule was Darth Bane died a long, long time before that, you know, um, before the kind of High Republic period, if you like, when the Sith, the reason that the Jedi think the Sith have disappeared is because they introduced the rule of two and, and basically did just disappear and what behind the shadows from that point on. So what if, um, what if, and I don't know if this has been put out because I, I know everybody wants to keep around Plagueis, including me, because it seems like a, a likely point. What if he is the acolyte, not the master? What if she here is the the master? The story's centered on her. That young for that, but, isn't but she, you know. Uh, well, I mean, mean again, Sith magic and, and stuff. Yeah, I know, but 
Do you know what I was trying to trying to get they at? Usually like, look old, decayed, yeah. and they've got bits of metal True. on them. Yeah. I mean, she's a fresh face. I'm just trying to figure out like yeah. creative, yeah, kid, creative know. things that that they can can do with with the character. But I'll be honest, gun to like, my, or I was gonna, yeah, we'll go. I was Go gonna say blaster to my my head since we're in Star mm-hmm. Wars talk talk right now. I would prefer this to have as little to do with ex- a- a- existing characters as possible. So I'm actually fine to not hear Plag- Plagueis, to not hear, uh, maybe hear about Bane or or something from from the past. I just don't think but... going far enough back that we can get out the. It depends how long Plagueis like left for, but do you, you still know, feel he's going this... to be a part of it or? It, I just, they, I just don't what? see how how not, you know. Obviously, if they build him up as being, you know, the way Palpatine built him up as how powerful he was and everything like that, it can also add to the fact that it was Palpatine that got the better of him. You know, it was Sidious that actually got the better of him and took over and kind of learned all of that. So that gives the sto- <clears> story know, writers but... for this an issue, doesn't it? How do you create an engaging story knowing Plagueis will get through whatever this acolyte, and we don't know what well the context though, is but the, the you know the, what's the happen. story isn't necessarily the master here it's the apprentice i mean whenever we see master and apprentice the story tends to follow the apprentice because they've got a journey to go on the master's already there mm-hmm. so they tend to be more the sit in the shadows yeah and give directions kind of thing kind of like who what knows the... the way this works this could be some apprentice that's working underneath plagueis we don't even really get that as far up as seen Plagueis and this acolyte is somebody that they're you know potentially I could get this person in as an apprentice and together we could take on Plagueis that kind of deal that the Sith do and it could be that I hope so. that, could be that'll be better third yeah because that's yeah potentially um, or it could be we could be so aligned on this and it's just yeah. not the way this show is going to go at all it's so hard to see that and no I, I like where where you were going with it, because like, that's what I was get, getting at is we know what's going to, to happen with Plagueis. And so if you make this about an acolyte under him, under a, an apprentice under him, then you, you, you're like, well, they obviously don't in, end up anywhere. Cause he ends up with Palp. You end up with like the prequel tr- trilogy I- issue or the t- Titanic yeah, movie. But to, to, see a, to see a, a character's, Arc, if, if she's the main character, can be right? absolutely um, great. Or I'm saying she because she's non non binary. So I think the, they use the, they the she herself would be they. Both. Yeah, but the, I'm assuming the character is it is she. That's what I was more referring to. Um, if you know, if that character's arc is complete at the end of that show, it could be a one season show. That doesn't mean. Plagueis' art needs to be complete. That yeah, could be no. just left hanging. Yeah. You know, hanging away. Well, not not even her. worried oh, about his arc at all. Her story, she, she went a different way or something else happened or she dies or, you know, who that's, knows how That's what I was say, say, saying is I like the idea of making it someone new with as few connections as possible because the more disconnected, the less you have, have to explain of – well, why haven't we we heard, or why why haven't we we seen? Even with someone dying, you still get to the point of well, why why haven't we we heard? So the less connected it, it is, the more they could tell stories to where even if they they die, it's like well, no, no one heard because you know it wasn't that that connected, or they they survive and it's like well, no no one's heard because 
they they in the sh- shadows pulling things. That's what I'm saying. Like like I actually hope too, for less. Too connection. long ago as well that you know whoever this character ends up being might be quite probably dead by the time we ever oh. get to the fantasy yeah. anyway. You know so. But we could get I, more I just, more stories if it does, really does well. To speculate because you know I've got an image in my head of what I hope it is. And that doesn't necessarily mean that's anything like no. what this show really will be. And that's always a dangerous thing, you know, because you start writing it. You know, it's like somebody's pitched you an idea and you almost start writing it yourself. What would you do? Mm-hmm. Um, we have no idea the way that Leslie Headland or her team have, have decided to go with a show, you know. There's not even been a, a leak or a reveal that's really kind of gave us the ins and outs of what our pitch was or, or anything. So until this show goes under cameras, I, I think we're going to be finding out and try to work out what the hell we're actually seeing once once we start to get some some information coming back, possibly from Lucas, possibly from set photos. We don't know if it's getting made in the volume or not. We're not even 100% sure on that at the moment. It could be a location thing. All we know is it looks at the moment as if it's going to start filming in May. Yeah. And um, I'm interested to see, like I've I've been saying, I I want fresher, new, newer, not not as as uh, connected. Just simp- simply because it's like you guys sucked doing the connected shit. And Mandalorian excluded so so far far, but uh, there, there's just so much to to see and and do do and and tell. And uh, best of luck to to the whole casting casting cast and crew so yeah uh, i guess the last quick thing we could talk talk about just because it was cool is that la- uh most recent uh boba fett uh oh. teaser uh the return yeah. which i will uh you've already or we've already seen and uh i'm playing for for the audience now on on this on the screen uh what would you think about it i know you've been talking about like most about tashi station and the the deleted yeah. scene being u- I mean, used I think for reference and... it's a good sport there's been some slightly different from each sport but kind of just the same as well you mm-hmm. know so there's like it's almost like 70 percent of the shots stay the same but they, they change 30 percent each time so it's it really is like just that you know it's not spoiling anything for you it's just teasing a little bit more so for example when we see this spot and people start to notice the door that he's walking in is you know and i i'm not going to pretend i was one of the people that spotted this do i recognize it yeah but did i recognize this when i first watched the trailer Uh -uh. but then you know you read online that somebody's worked out that and you look at the, the photographs and you compare it and yeah i mean it's pretty clear but for whatever reason, Boba Fett's walking into Toshi Station and it looks exactly the same walking in that door as as it did in the deleted scenes from A New Hope where Luke goes into Toshi Station to, to see his friends. Obviously, when most Star Wars fans have probably never even seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, might not have even ever seen any Im- images for it. So it's a really deep dive and it's like something just that little sort of tiny Easter egg to show on a TV spot which has got fans like, you know... I wouldn't say excited. It's always like, oh my God, Tickled. we're finally going to see Toshi Station. It's my dream to see Toshi yeah. Station. No, no, no. But, you know, it's the level of detail mm-hmm. going into that. It's like the commitment to, well, if we're going to, why don't we go to Toshi Station? 
Yeah. Let's make it. Let's make sure it matches up with those old deleted scenes. They didn't have to do that. They really didn't. I mean, it's not canon. Those deleted scenes. No. They're just shit that was left in the cutting room floor. Ultimately, um, it's like, and we're uh, never in any version of it. So it's like uh, when when pe- people were comparing uh, Jabba's sail barge hangar to uh, a video the, game. The one yeah, Boba Fett one. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. Uh, it's it's an interesting to to see that there are still people in in there with that amount of care, if you if you will, you know, because like yeah, I yeah, said, we ask you. Yeah. like I said, man, man, and and pointed out um, how many bad ideas came from D- Disney that have had to be righted, and and people can argue that. It wasn't a bad idea, but let, I'll just t- t- ask you all: Why are they doing it d- different now? It wasn't a bad idea to just you know do things the way they did then. Well, why are they doing it d- differently now? Now it didn't didn't work. Anyways, I'll get off my my uh, EU. Uh, and Ka- Kyle was was right high horse. <laughs> um, and uh, ask Cam: Did you have anything else you? Thought we should bring bring up to the audience today. Star Wars wise, no, not not at all. Sorry, the camera. <laughs> uh, not that pretty much covers you know kind of all the news, which is you know plenty to discuss. Based on you know when we started this off, sometimes we went two or three weeks without getting a single bit of news, didn't we? You know, yep. relatively speaking. So, so there's definitely a change Ooh. in days that on that respect. And and you know we're gonna have to spin up the Cantina review reviews again. Mm-hmm. Starting in just a yep. couple more more weeks with uh, the f- first episode of of the the book of Boba Fett, which Cam and I will uh, uh, tell you guys how we plan on doing Cantina versus Cantina review views. Uh, extra podcasts aren't usually t- too dif- difficult, but there there might not be a lot of lot of news because they'll be wanting things to rest on the on the show. But we'll we'll see. We'll. We'll keep you guys. Yeah, we'll still work that out. Yeah. yeah, the best way to do do all that, of course, is fo- follow us at the social media information uh, down down below at LRM underscore underscore exclusive and the at the genreverse on on Twitter. Um, and then of course vis- visiting the web website lrmonline.com. Here's our U- YouTube channel, guys. A lot of celebrity celebrity interviews. Uh, Gig was out on on the. Uh, 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 red red carpet for a- Amazon's being the Ricar- Ricardos. Uh, spoke with Nicole Kid- Kidman her- herself. Uh, had uh, Octavius Spencer on in a in a Zoom interview view as well. We've got Spanish la- language ex- exclusives and all sorts of really great great things from Gig uh, uh, Manny and, and Na- Nancy. All of our podcast podcasts go up here as well most of them are in, in wonderful vi- video formats that you can watch some fa- faces and put the vo- voices to but if you don't want to see our uh, uh, ugly mugs because uh, it's not a, uh, a podcast with my wife on it because uh, she's the only good good looking one on all the podcasts uh what Fight. Can't argue with that. Yeah, okay, can't argue. It's Nick, me, it's me you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, c- come on, man. Okay. But mm-hmm. hey, uh, check out the the Genreverse Podcast Network where wherever you get your podcasts from. Da- Daily Cup of Genre, The Dragon Reviewed, Wheel, Wheel of Time. People are having a good, good time with that. Animeversal Reviews, Breaking Geek Radio, the pod- podcast, the Cantina Guys. A lot of 
great stuff. Like, sh- share, subscribe, thumbs up and down. Let us know what we're doing great, but of course, let us know know what we're doing wrong so we can make it better. Like my lighting, I I know I got to fix my my light, lighting. I need money to do do that. You guys can help that by making sure to watch all these videos and subscribe and give us some sweet ad re- revenue because we sure as hell aren't doing Patreon or any shit like that. How Imagine all the people that are like, I get it. You want to support people. I'm, I'm glad people are getting supported, but we cut the co- cord from K- cable for a re- reason. And now we all pay $100 plus a, a month to different streamers and subscription services. And Well, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that's why they all want to get into the game, you know, so it, go, it ends up, it'll just go back to like, you'll just, there'll be somebody, here's the package of yep. everything that you need from all the streamers, and it's basically just TV again. Yeah. Um, and they're even talking about some streamers, you know, adding in adverts back again, you're like, no, no, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, we, we pay a subscription yeah. fee so that we don't get adverts. If you add the adverts back in, we're just watching TV again exactly. and paying more money. So, but anyway, um, yeah. guys, we we do like get, giving you the this all for just your attention. That's all we ask: the cost of your attention in a couple clicks. Thank you so much, and uh, yeah, may the force be with you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 